to Get Serial on Sin with your hosts Beck, Kaylee, and Luca for our very final episode of the season. As always, please check us out on social media. We are at Get Serial on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're providing quality content through your feed just as we do over the airwaves. How's everybody feeling this morning on the final show of our season? Feeling good, it's sad, but it's over. It's, it's been a journey, I'd say. What about you, Luca? Yeah, a bit bittersweet for me. Uh, yeah, it's been great this, this season. It's been really fun. What have we got coming up on the show, guys? All right, we're going to be talking our ideal Christmas. Uh, when has your mouth been faster than your brain? Um, Always. Yeah, <laughs> every day. Uh, also discussing our favourite Christmas songs, and why? Uh, Luca, what about the second half of the show? In the second half of the show, uh, we have a return of news quiz, three-word descriptions, as well as guessing the movie from the bad film review. All right, well, thanks for sticking with us so far, and please continue to listen in. Right up next, we've got a tune for you. It is She's Gone by Ariel Pink. This is Get Serial with Beck, Kaylee, and Luca. That was Brand New Lover by Dead or Alive. And friends, okay, so I need to know from you guys right now, uh, Kaylee, Luca, when has your mouth been faster than your brain? (laughs) When have you gone and said something and then sort of later been like, oh no, wait, no, didn't think, didn't think, okay, terrible. Because for me, that is every day of my life. So I'm just, I'm just hoping we can commiserate in this section. Hmm. I feel like I I have no filter at the best of times, the best of times. Um, Gosh, trying to think of one example. Um, I feel like I'm the classic when someone says like, you know, keep it between us. Let's, let's not, let's not tell anyone. I'll tell one person next minute. Everyone knows about it. I'm that girl. I try not to be, but it happens. I'm trying to think of a specific example. What about you, Luca? Uh, I think a time that uh, comes to mind for me, uh, I think I was, it was uh, like my year 12 graduation and we're watching like photos from I don't know, either the past year or whatever, like that have been collected over the years about year level. Uh, and then the song that was playing, which has been something by Simon and Garfunkel, either no it was bridge over troubled water right <laughs> okay and just like just out of a spur of the moment comment i'm like oh here we go i reckon my mom's gonna cry with this just just under my breath i said that yeah um and then a girl turned around and kind of gave me like this glare look and i was like oh what was that for i don't know and then i realized like a few days later that unfortunately her mother had passed away when she was younger and oh. that might have, might have stirred up some negative emotions for her in that time. So, yeah, I felt, I felt pretty, felt pretty oh. bad about it a couple of days later. That's, yeah. And I still think about it every now and then, like, oh, damn. Like, that's a cringe moment you get in your head. You know? Oh, I feel like, also, I feel like something that's quite common, it's like, the, oh, how far along are you? Like, you should never say that. But I remember I was in an elevator with no. my dad. 
and we like our old next door neighbor I think she was we're in the elevator and it was already it was off to a bad a bad foot like dad was like oh you're like we really where where do I recognize you from she was like um I was your neighbor of like six years or something like that and dad was like oh cool like how are you how far along are you and she yeah wow she was like She's like, um, look, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> oh, Ooh. that's going to be the worst one because it's so, like, I feel like it, yeah, I feel like you're just best off not asking. You know what? Personally. Yeah, look, unless they're, unless they're, like, literally inviting you to their baby shower, never, never say that to somebody, <laughs> I reckon, because it's, if, if it goes wrong, it goes really wrong, you know what I mean? Really wrong. Um, so... In my case, I've been I've been on a quest to get an electric guitar recently, um, which has been interesting in and of itself. And yesterday, I went to a whole bunch of a whole bunch of different like shops, just sort of looking around. And I was getting, you know, a bit a bit tired. I made the mistake of playing a guitar that was well out of my price range and realizing how much better it sounded than the other ones I was considering, and then having a crisis over that. And, you know, I sort of, like, I was, like, chatting to one of the guys in the store, and he's just like, yeah, look, in my experience, it's always better to buy the more expensive guitar because it will, like, incentivize you to play it more. And I said, yeah, thanks, man who works in a guitar store. (laughs) Just straight to his face. And he just, like, he's like, oh, wow, thanks. And I'm just like, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. (laughs) And I think, I think that, like, yeah, look, I don't want to be, I definitely never want to be rude to anyone, but I just, it just escapes me, my honest, like, first thoughts after hearing that, right? Because, like, good intentions or otherwise, if someone in the store is like, I reckon you should get the one that costs more, it's sort of like, yeah, thanks, person who works here, are you going to tell me I look nice in it next? Like... (laughs) Oh, oh. good sale. Okay. He took it well. He was a really good guy. So, um, that's good. That's good. And I'm just like, look, I mean, look, I'm sorry. And he's like, you seem like a very cynical person. And I'm like, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so, oh. I completely, completely uh, clowned that up. He's like, I'm very cynical too, but I'm not as confident as you are. And I said, well, I'm not confident. I'm just a freak. Um, so please forgive me. But that's how that interaction went. And I'm never going outside again. That's my um, that's my solution. I'm going to re-enter lockdown, just me, myself. Hold strong, Beck. Hold strong. It's okay. But, you know, if that guy happens to be listening, you were very nice. I'm sorry again. Anyway, I think we should. You gotta. You, you've got to cop it. Yeah, man. I, mean, I um. I'm gonna. I'm gonna cut to a song now and stop my mouth from continuing to go faster than my brain. Um. And in in holding strong, let's cut to hold strong by me by Misha featuring Hoodsy and Jespy and Jesswar. Lots of Jesses there. Listening to Get Serial here on Sin with Beck, Luca, and Kaylee. That was Way Jackson's Nightlife. It's Christmas. Well, very close to Christmas. I feel like it was. It's gone very, very, very fast. I must say, but I've been thinking about your ideal Christmas. For me, 
I think I like Christmas when it's chill, uh, when it's just a, a nice family affair by the beach, um, warm, no family drama. I feel like family drama is such a common occurrence at uh, family Christmas. Anyway, back to positivity. Guys, what's your ideal Christmas, Beck and Luca? Being left alone. My ideal yeah. Christmas is that I get um, some of the Christmas pudding stuff that comes in like cups from the supermarket and I sit by myself in front of the television and no one talks to me for the entire day. That's my ideal Christmas. <laughs> I do not want to go to any family gatherings. I do not I actually know what. I could do I could do a Christmas with my um with my friends, but that's very hard to organize. And I actually had an early Christmas dinner with some some pals and that was very lovely. So I suppose uh, if any if any of them are listening, I suppose that's also an ideal. My other ideal is that I watch films all day in my underwear eating pudding. So right. that's that's where I'm at with Christmas. Um, bar humbug, I guess. How about you, Luca? Wait, is this is this the pudding with the with the custard as well? It can be. <laughs> Christmas pud. Well, Love it. Christmas pudding, I'm not around it. I know we're off topic, but I don't like Christmas pudding. Well, that's all right. Your ideal Christmas just doesn't have any Christmas pudding yeah. in it. Anyway, Luca, what's your ideal Christmas? Um, I think I like the morning after it's all happened. So usually, like on my mom's side of the family, we do mm. the Christmas Eve. So it's like dinner, a lot of food, sometimes too much. So then you get leftovers for the rest of the week, which is nice as well. Um, and there's just like almost 50 people around couple tables and like loud not even music just talking like loud conversation and it's mm-hmm. hard to kind of keep track with who you're listening to at times but uh yeah it's good to have a laugh i guess um yeah ignoring avoiding the family drama as well you're painting a very sort of like that's a very evocative luca do you do creative writing you know i can see the yeah. room i can yeah. hear the loud conversation <laughs> really a nice picture i think yeah it's when the atmosphere is just right Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. It's all about the atmosphere at Christmas. Yeah. Exactly. But I like I like also the quietness as well. So like the next mm. morning, like it's just the four of us in the family, you know, and then we're all sharing some panettone, like Christmas Italian. How do you call it? Like sweetbread, let's say, either like some raisins or little right. chocolate bits at the top. Very nice for some coffee or tea. Yeah. That's my favorite part. I love Italian food. What's the name of that cake? Sorry, this is like, it's not Christmas. I don't know why I'm talking about this. What's the name of that like Easter cake thing? Am I getting this right? There's a cake. So the one at Easter is Colomba and it's shaped like a dove. And the Mm. one at Christmas is Panettone or Pandoro, depending on which part of Italy you're from. So Pandoro is more like like a crown and it's much more sugary. You put like ice sugar on the top. And then Panettone is like just a big sweet bread, let's say. Yeah, I'm really glad because now I know more about cake and that's all I ever really wanted in this existence. <laughs> um, no, but for Christmas, I think like, I don't want to be too antisocial and I'm not really antisocial. I'm a social person, but like Christmas is just such a high stress mm, it can be time that, yeah. And I think that, you know, I just like, I just like to watch television and the, and the reruns of the same Christmas movies they put on every year with the pudding like please i want to watch the muppets christmas carol mm-hmm. uh you know yeah. in bed um i want to spill the cheap pudding all over myself mm-hmm. and just not get up to clean it off 
Low fuss. Do you, Low fuss. Do, you do no, it outdoorsy you know Christmas, what? Kaylee? Makes you happy. Pardon? Do you do it like an outdoorsy Christmas or more like a family kind of style? Um, yeah, outdoorsy. Well, we always we always go to the beach. Um, yeah, I feel like it's very it's a very chilled affair. Although I must say we haven't talked about this Christmas lights. I love looking at Christmas lights. Like I feel like on Christmas Eve we always go and look at the lights. Like that's something we've done ever since I was little. Very wholesome, very wholesome experience. Even on my birthday, the night of my birthday, December twenty second, if anyone cares, we always look at we always look at Christmas lights. Quite nice. Happy early Thank birthday, you. Kaylee! By Thank the you. way, and, and Luca, you know, also, aren't you a December baby? Oh yeah, yes. You December babies, huh? I'm not a December baby, and it's definitely nowhere near my birthday. So there oh. you go. Um, all right, you know what? I do love Christmas lights. I will give you that, and they are—they're very bright and beautiful. And you know what else is bright and beautiful? Our next song by the Brights, um, called "Morning Strip." You're listening to Beck, Kaylee, and Luca on Sin. This is Get Cereal. You're listening to Get Cereal this Thursday morning with your hosts, Beck, Kaylee, and Luca. The song you would have just heard then was from Johnny Thunders. You can't put your arms around a memory. Uh, really good song there. Big fan of uh, Parts Unknown. And uh, yeah, that played on the finale. Uh, we're going to get into now our favorite Christmas songs and why. Um, I really enjoy Christmas songs. I sometimes listen to them in the middle of August. So that's a thing. Uh, so yeah, Beck and Kaylee, what what are some of your favorite Christmas songs? Hmm. I Kaylee, like... you have like a lot here, don't you? Well, I like the classics. Um, I'm not talking like Mariah Carey classic, as we said before. But Beck, I feel like you don't agree. But oh, the, like... <laughs> do they know it's Christmas time? The Band Aid song. I I just like when all the celebrities come together and sing it. Sue me, I enjoy it. Um, what else do I like? Also love the Happy Christmas War is Over, John Lennon song. Yeah, no, I mean, I do like that one as well. Um, Beck, what about you? Um, so I think that, like, when it comes to Christmas songs, you know, I'm not actually a Grinch. There are Christmas songs that I like, and I actually do like that Mariah Carey song that everyone feels so strongly divided I just about. threw you under the bus. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's fine because I don't, Look, I'm, I'm not a Christmas songs in August person. I'm not even really a Christmas songs in early December person. But I will tell you, actually, I have a lot of uh, love and admiration for Wham! for some reason. So I like Last Christmas. Um, and my, one of my favorite Christmas songs, I think, is specifically the Eartha Kit version of Santa Baby, but only the Eartha Kit version. Uh, because the others, you know, not to disparage any of the lovely artists who have covered that song, but I feel like they lose the irony. Like, that song is really sarcastic. And, like, Eartha Kip, like, amazing lady, does this beautiful job of carrying it off with exactly the right attitude that is needed for the song to be actually good. And the rest of them are sort of just more straightforward almost love songs about Santa Claus without, you know, without the same kind of attitude to them, which makes them inferior in my opinion. But this isn't the me talking about Eartha Kit Hour, although it could be, and I would. Um, so I'm just going to, like, I'm going to return to my Grinchy self, and I'm going to tell you that uh, following on from that Beatles tangent, um, sort of Beatles adjacent with the with the John Lennon there, my least favourite Christmas song is, what, Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. I cannot <laughs> stand it. 
I cannot stand it. That is like something that you would play incredibly loudly over a speaker system to torture me um, if you ever were of a mind to. And it does get a bit of airplay even now when you're when you're out and about, when you're in the shops. Not for me. Terrible. <laughs> That's my honest opinion. Is it the repetitive chord progression? Yes, it's just repetitive. Simply having a wonderful Christmas. It is repetitive. The melody is not pleasing. I, know. I don't mind that song. <laughs> I like that song. And I look. If you love that song, good for you, I guess. I mean, I said I like the Mariah Carey song, and lots of people hate that. I'm, I'm a sucker for Mariah Carey. I think. Um, that's, that Jeez. really surprises me. I don't know why, but that surprises me. <laughs> it surprises everybody. I'm not, I don't listen to a huge amount of her music, but I've always found her endearing, even when she's doing her, like, I don't know her a bit. Like, I don't know. There's something about Mariah Carey that I find to be endearing. I'm not sure what it is. And, you know, she had a really, um, still does, but she has a really amazing voice as well. I don't, not, not a huge Mariah Carey music fan, but like, you know, I find Mariah Carey agreeable. Let's go with that. Um, and it is surprising, but... Yes, yeah. wonderful Christmas time. I can't, I can't stand it. <laughs> I'm a yeah. fan of uh, Frosty the Snowman, but it's Ooh. sung by Leon Redbone and Dr. John, so it's more of a like a honky tonk kind of blues style of the song. Um, and just their voices together are really good. They they collaborated on a lot of projects over the years, and I think this is their. For me, it's one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, Frosty the Snowman, as well as uh, Darlene Love's version of. Uh, Christmas, baby, please come home. Yeah, I like, like even the first word, it's like, snow's coming down, like just that. Alone, it's like, oh, that's nice. It's a nice wholesome vibe. You have such a sentimental side, Luca. You really do. I know, I right? Yeah. It's like, I've got a frosty exterior, but no, it's like, I'm all smile. It's all cute. <laughs> big um, soft. Yeah, big soft, yeah. <laughs> like a, yeah, soft serve ice cream. What? Okay, another Christmas song we're going to be playing. I mean, oh, Mac Marco, he did a cover of uh, A Wonderful Christmas Time, but I didn't choose that thinking it couldn't be a bit obnoxious. So I went with like a classic. It's uh, It's got Kieran J. Callanan. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, the Christmas song from, uh, from Matt King Cole, I think. Yeah, it's a Christmas uh, classic. So yeah, we're on a Get Serial this Thursday morning with hosts Beck, Kaylee, and Luca here on scene. This is the Christmas song. Hey there, you're listening to Get Serial this Thursday morning with your hosts, Beck, Kaylee, and Luca. We've just come up to the second half of the program. If you'd like to follow us on our social medias, you can go to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. That's Get Serial, Sin, S-Y-N, sin.org.au for more information. Even if you want to get involved as a volunteer, content creator, there's plenty of things to do here between the ages of 12 and 25. Now, the song you would have just heard playing is a cover, Cool in the Gang cover, to be exact. It's called Summer Madness. You've got Krongbin playing. Uh, they often play that song live as like an intermission kind of jam session. And they actually recorded and put it on track. So, yeah, really happy that uh, it got play, like produced. Uh, yeah. But, of course, it is time for three-word descriptions. If you have not heard of this game before, it's when I describe a topic... Of my choosing to Beck and Kaylee using three words only. And uh, this week's topic is Christmas movies. So, Beck and Kaylee, are you ready? 
Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I'm a television Christmas watcher, so I feel like I'm in with a shot. Luca, how about you, Kaylee? Um, yeah, I'm feeling confident. Very confident. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right. So, first up, first movie is three words are snow, children, white Christmas, is that train. Oh, uh, Polar Express. Polar, Polar Express. Express. Uh... Well done. Well done, Beck. You got that one right. Quick on the buzzer. Kaylee. Gotta okay. be faster than that. I was just talking about that film with someone last night, which is, um, which is why, but yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's a. It looks weird, eh? It looks kind of. It dated. is, yeah. Uncanny Valley. I. That's not. That movie makes me vaguely uncomfortable, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The second movie. Three words are. Eighties. Parody. Bill Murray. Scrooged. Ah. Oh. Well done again, Beck. Fastest finger there, or voice, let's say. I love. I love Scrooged. It's me so, too. Like, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, alrighty. Third one. Here we go. New York. Home Alone. Mm, identity. Miracle on 40, whatever street. Damn it, what's the name? 34th Street. Miracle 30... on 34th Street. I'm going to give it to Kaylee because yeah. she got it. Damn it. Street, right. But yeah, well done. Right back. Stealing her there. <laughs> I said, I did the hard lift. I did the heavy yeah. lifting there. You did the heavy lifting. You did. That's correct. You did, you did. All right. Fourth one, fourth one. Here we go, here we go. Mm-hmm. 90s. Home Alone. Toys. Ooh, um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman. Oh. One Magic Christmas. Nah, nah. Oh. Hmm. Don't, I don't think I know this one. Um, can you give us another hint, please? Okay, okay, okay. Turboman. Oh, look, that's giving me nothing. <laughs> Tur- Turboman. I don't know. Uh, my accent's pretty poor. <laughs> Another hint? Okay. Um. <laughs> no, I missed my child's karate event. I do not know what we're talking know. about. <laughs> oh, dear. It's from, it's from the 90s. Uh, did I say that already? Yep. We still don't know. Mm. It's My... like a... <laughs> ah, Maybe we it? should move like... to the next one. I don't it's know. A... It's a family movie. I feel like Get Christmas to the chopper. Oh, gosh. Um, God damn it. I know the film. I don't know the name of the film. Um, <laughs> I know the film. I don't know the name of the film. Do you want me to give you a synopsis? I don't think it's going to help. Should I give it away? Uh, um, wait, what was the saying? Mm, yeah, give it away. Give it away. Oh, God. Actually, wait, wait, wait. Um, can Think you give me the synopsis? Jingle all the way. It's jingle all the way. Beck, well done. Oh. Got it in the end. Good job. That's a guilty pleasure movie of mine. That was so many <laughs> lines in there. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Last one. Last one to close out. Three word descriptions for the year. It's a, it's a favorite of mine. So here we go. Three words are Whoville. Oh, Grinch. Grinch. Yes, Grinch. <laughs> Love it. You're a made one. You know Mr. what else is another good Christmas movie? Sorry to cut the impression off. Edward Scissorhands. 
Yes. That is my favourite. Yes. I was always attracted it's to Edward Scissorhands as a young child. I think that's kind of weird. <laughs> weird. You just love goth Johnny Depp. <laughs> I, I really did. And I, the houses, I was so jealous of the houses. They're very pretty, aren't they? No, I get, I get that. I was a I was a big fan of The Nightmare Before Christmas when I was a child. I used to make everybody watch it over oh, and the, over again. Wait, Tim Burton? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I remember I went through Edward Scissorhands. I remember watching that and I always wanted to look like Winona Ryder. God, she's so pretty in general and in that film. But she, she, honestly, like, I always want to look like Winona Ryder. It's just which Winona Ryder I want to look like. So, agree. I feel like Girl Interrupted, Winona Ryder, I went through a phase with that as well. I loved her hair in Heathers when she was, mm. like, 16. But still. I agree. Um, anyway. 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 <laughs> it's so fun. It, it makes it all worth it in the end, doesn't it? Oh, and speaking of that. Katie Baker with her song Worth It is coming up Ooh. next. Ooh. <laughs> You're listening to Get Serial this Thursday morning with Beck, Kaylee, and Luca. That was Ziggy Rama with Black Thoughts. You're listening to Get Serial on Sin with Beck, Kaylee, and Luca. And this is News Quiz Wrap Up. Um, so, in case you haven't been following us closely, uh, for these last few weeks, every week, uh, almost every week, I've done a little game called News Quiz where I have read out three news stories, only one of which is real and the other two, they're fabrications. And Kaylee and Luca here, they have to guess which the real one is. Now, I've been promising all season, at the end of the season, I would sort of celebrate the winner in some special way. And I've tallied up our results. And do you guys want to hear them? Sure. Yes. Yes, please. Okay, uh, out of all of those weeks, and it was quite a few, Luca is on two and Kaylee is on one. Oh, that Ooh. is criminal. So that's <laughs> a thing. Yeah, so in the spirit of that, and because it's not very, you know, super satisfying to have um, those be the final scores, I've decided we will do one final news quiz, which will decide if Luca wins outright, if he gets the point, or if Kaylee ties with Luca and we can have a lovely holiday season tie. Okay. Uh, what do you guys think? Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Also, the other possibility here is that you could all get it wrong and... Um... <laughs> Luca will be the winner. <laughs> Luca will be the winner, and I will be very disappointed in everybody. But um, if you're if you're all keen and ready to go, I've got three holiday themed news stories for you guys. Yeah, let's so go. let's wrap this up and celebrate the festive season with these three stories. Story number one: California boy mistakes Prince Harry for Christmas tree salesman. <laughs> Imagine that. Another uh, fun California story here. Mysterious monolith appears covered in Christmas ornaments on Cal- in, Can- in California. Can't read. Um, and threatening snowmen appear overnight in Wisconsin neighborhood. I'm going to lock in the first one. Okay. Luca? Confident. Oh, confident Kaylee. Um... I feel like last time I was confident I won, therefore... I, uh, are you? Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the threatening snowman in Wisconsin. All right, those are your final answers. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Well, everybody, we've got a news quiz tie. Kaylee takes it. Yeah. <laughs> so I knew I knew it was a good idea. So uh, Prince Harry and his wife Meghan Markle they went to buy some holiday decorations. This was reported on by news.com.au. Um, a little boy who did not know who Prince Harry was, he just you know was like, "Do you work here?" or or some such. Um, thinking that he was one of the Christmas tree salesmen, which is, um, you know, I mean, honestly, fair enough. <laughs> so that that's a thing that happened. Um, and you know what that means? It means that both of you are the winners of News Quiz on a very abysmal two points each for what, however many weeks we've been doing this. Um, a lot of I, weeks. <laughs> so you're both winners, even if you don't necessarily feel like it. How are you both feeling after your historic win? Luca, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you too, Kaylee. We did great. We did our best. Thanks, Luca. And I really think, you know, it's in the spirit of um in the spirit of teamwork and, you know, you know, good cheer and goodwill among men that you're sharing this victory. So my prize for you guys is that you both get to offer your amazing um I want you to share your thoughts with the with the public on how you too can use your superior deductive reasoning skills to spot fake news and what makes a good winner. So guys, tell us your innermost thoughts. Luca first. Oh me first? Yeah. Okay. You. Um Yeah, always follow your nose. Um whenever in doubt. Uh do yep. the opposite. Cool. Good. Moving on. <laughs> Kaylee? Um, <laughs> um, I feel like I'm not worthy of giving this advice. <laughs> Follow your heart. <laughs> nice. Excellent. Well, that's very wholesome. This has been News Quiz, and I hope all you listeners out there have enjoyed it, and I hope you guys are being a little bit better at guessing the answers than Kaylee and Luca here. Uh, to celebrate... Uh, their joint victory here is celebration by cool and the gang you're listening to get cereal on sin that was amrita shakti with because they told me to you are listening to get cereal on sin with beck kaylee and luca and today we're bringing back one of our very favorite games of recent weeks we're gonna be playing a fun round of guess the film from the bad review uh, if you're unfamiliar, I've picked some big films and I'm going to be reading some not very charitable reviews of those films and Kaylee and Luca here, they're going to have to guess them. Guys, do you like this one? Do you like films? Love it. Love it. Well, um, Kaylee, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I mean, I haven't been too great at this game, I'm not going to lie. Some would say shocking, actually, but you know what? Um, I think I've got the right attitude. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I think you do too, and I think we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do well here. So, unlike last time, where I've sort of stuck to more um, recent films, this time I'm gonna go to uh, special 2000s throwback specials. So I said special twice, but that's fine. All of these films came out in the 2000s. Uh, they're all big, famous films, and you've definitely heard of them before. There is no trick here. They're not obscure. They're not like tiny little things that only showed in art house cinemas, you know these films, but can you identify them from the bad reviews? So I'm going to jump in with the very first one. A half a star from Sylvester K. One of the worst films of all time can compete with Transformers and that's bad. Charlie's Angels? 
That's a good movie, though. No. Um, All right. Um, I can give you another one. Yeah. Two stars from Liam D. A complete snooze. This romance is too boring to be mad at, and I will probably forget about it in a couple of days. Mm. Romance. Romance. Um, Twilight? It is Twilight. <laughs> Charlie's yeah, Angels. Where? <laughs> no, I mean, it's a valid guess. Um, Twilight. All right. Good movie. So, um... Just remember, this film did come out in the 2000s. Just just for clarity, it did come out in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. So here we go. James M. says, half a star. Literally the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I can give Fantasia. you more. <laughs> no, um, all right. Abraham B. says, this movie is beautiful, and that's its only redeeming quality. The acting and the story are both exceedingly poor. I was not able to see it in theaters, but upon watching it, I was disappointed. Ooh. Oh God. What genre? I, it's so hard to say. I think it's a sci-fi film. <laughs> All right. Paul F says, two stars. Amazing special effects that kept me awake during a boring storyline. Mm. And it came out the in Matrix? the 2000s. No, I don't know when The Matrix came out. Um, in 1999. The Matrix came out in 1999. Oh, close enough, close enough. Um, is this Attack of the Clones? No, it is not Attack of the Clones. Um, okay, well, I'm... <laughs> I'm just gonna... I'll give, you, I'll give you one more. This isn't a bit more clear. Um, okay. Jacob20B says two and a half stars. This is 1% story, 99% eye candy. I never really liked it, but most people did, even back in 2009. To this day, it's one of the greatest IMAX experiences ever. I'll give it that, which is why I give it extra half a star. As a movie, two out of five. Oh. Do you know it, Kaylee? No, I've got no idea. All right, no idea. I'll just tell it's, you guys. It's Avatar. It is Avatar. <laughs> yes, Lucas got it. Uh, I thought that really gave it away, because I said yeah, the year was... and the... <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Um... So here is our final one. Bart M says, this is the next one, one and a half stars. I remember this movie well. Some of the worst dialogue I've ever experienced in a movie. A missed opportunity. Avoid. The Room? Uh, no. Oh, they're all big. These are all big films. There's no indie oh. weird things like The, the Room in them. Okay, okay, okay. Bad dialogue. Hmm. Terrible dialogue. Um, all right. Um... Okay, here's another one. It's easier. Uh, Steve D, three stars. The best of the blank. I remember I blank out things to give it away. The best of the blank, but the dialogue is still ridiculous. Oh. Scary movie. No. But good guess. Um. We're really bringing Sith. Hmm? Revenge of the Sith. Yes, it is Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> How do you guess this? Is Beck secretly sending you the answer? No! Uh, and look, I'm really impressed that you got Revenge of the Sith just from the dialogue because, like, you could Attack of the Clones also dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> I hate sand. <laughs> it's rigged. It's cool. It's, awesome. it's rough it's and it gets everywhere. <laughs> I love Anakin. I'm actually, like, like, probably captain of the Anakin Skywalker fan club, so 
that's a thing that you guys have to bear the knowledge of as you go on in your day. I hope that um, I hope that you all got a lot out of that. Did you get a lot out of that? Sure. Uh, I, I mean, I'm did. not good at the game, but um, watch watch more films and be more cynical, Kaylee. You come into everything with too much love and optimism. I feel. <laughs> Essentially, I mean, I do love movies, but um, clearly, I clearly I don't know many apart from Twilight. <laughs> Well, I was I was just waiting for you to say Twilight. Like, sorry. I know. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we'll move on. Um, we'll move on to Internet Song by Tamara and the Dreams. Um, Internet is a great place to leave reviews of films if you feel very strongly about them. That's great. Good segue. I'm Beck, joined by Kaylee and Luca. We are breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. You're listening to Get Serial here on Scene with Beck, Luca, and Kaylee. You just heard King Cora set me free. Guys, this is our final, our final segment, final topic for the show. Kind of sad. So I think we should kick it off, end the show on a strange note. And I'm going to propose a question to you guys, and that is, what inanimate object would you transform yourself into? And why? You know what? That's a good note to end on. I think that high strangeness is like, you know, the, the best direction that. to take any show in. So excellent. Great job. I would want to be a window pane. Ooh, what? A, what? a window pane. Yep. So I'd like to both observe the happenings and be observed but indirectly. And everyone looks straight through a window pane. So no one's going to be like staring at me on purpose, but I will always be on their mind and occasionally they'll be forced to clean me. That sounds peaceful. It is peaceful and you can absorb the light. My other thought is that I'd like to be a very nice electric guitar um, and people could develop severe calluses on their hands while trying to play that guitar. So that's cool. Making music, causing pain, love it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. I, well, I don't think. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, jeez. Hmm. I think I'd be a dried starfish. Oh, dried starfish. Are dead things inanimate objects? Well, I'm gonna roll with it. Okay. All right. Okay. Um. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I feel like they just. I just like them. Um. Like the one you put on my a reasoning. Wall? Yeah, my reasoning, I don't know. I feel like whenever you go to those houses and there's a dried starfish on the wall, I feel feel calm and I like Yeah, they're nice. They are nice. I feel like everyone likes them. Um, yeah. What, what colour would you be? I think it would be a, a soft yellow. Nice. That's cool. I want to say, actually, you know those little soaps that look like, like um, you know, starfish and seahorses and shells? And you know how, similarly, there are little chocolates that look almost exactly the same? That's yeah. something that weighs heavily on my mind. I do love those. That would be an all right gig, you know. You constantly clean. You smell nice. Although you'd be all over people's uh, bodies on the regular. Oh, I've got to stop. Um, Luke, what about you? <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Uh, <laughs> Good morning. Oh, gosh. I'd be... Uh... I think I'd be like a coffee mug or like, yeah, coffee mug. Yeah. Is that uh, people hold you? Um, and when they're done with them, they wash you too. 
That's good. Nice tasty. Great. Nice tasty coffee. Mm-hmm. Smell, aromas. Tea. Yeah, tea as well. Tea as well. Good. No, just, I holding, mean... just holding liquid, yeah. And you get to be warm. Mm. Always warm. Mm. Always warm. I enjoy warm. And I bet you that being inside a dishwasher feels fine. If you're a mark, not a person. <laughs> I mean, just to just to put that out there. Yeah. Absolutely. I didn't think it would be a I would be a I don't want to be a musical instrument because I get already I already get played on the daily. Where's the where's the drum? Where's the the comedic drum snare thing? I don't know anything about drums. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't. I don't get played. I don't get played. Maybe I play. Who knows? Maybe you're the player in the room. Hey, it's all a game, you know. We're just playing it. It's game life. (laughs) (laughs) Well. What a weird turn this is Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, That's I feel like, yeah. Kaylee, what what's about our toasters? Next, what's our next, let's our next tune. Let's, let's, let's take it back to being slightly more normal. Let's what have go, we got coming let's up, Let's take Kaylee? it back. All right, guys, up next we have St. Vincent, Fast, Slow, Disco. You're listening to Get Cyril here on Sin with Beck, Luca and Kaylee. That was a really really bittersweet and totally lovely cover of The Carnival is Over by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, and it's a personal favorite of mine, and so I wanted to play it all for you on this, the very end of our final episode of Get Serial for the season, or at least for the Thursday team, and that's us. Guys, I am going to miss you both, and it has been such a great honor to be presenting on the radio with you. Please, everyone out there, check out the Get Serial social media because there's loads of cool stuff uh, coming up as far as that goes for the next year. That is at Get Serial on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. What final thoughts do you want to leave us with, friends? Um, thank you for listening. This is my first show, actually. Um, and it's been a fun time, I must say. Um, everyone keep positive. Enjoy your summer. Enjoy your Christmas. Um, stay Stay thankful. Um, Luca, what about you? Uh, I just want to say, always do the right thing. Ain't that the truth, Ruth? And one last note, croissant. Yeah. Excellent. Comprehensive. And I'd just like to say, as you go about your days and you head towards Christmas, remember to be um, open-minded and kind and never let anybody steal and crush your dreams into paste, especially not the paste pot. Believe in yourself. It's the holidays, and you've earned it. It's been a hard year, and we have, we've gotten through it together. So mm-hmm. that's all from us for your final episode of Get Serial on Thursday uh, for this year. Goodbye, Aww. friends. Goodbye. Miss you. Love you. Bye. Nos vemos. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>